Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to our show, Option 4 Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing the challenges of parenting in 2021 and beyond from the male perspective. How do you have those uncomfortable conversations with your kids, especially when media is putting something out there that contradicts everything that you believe in? Do you say anything? Do you let the media raise your kids? Well, in today's episode, we're going to give you our perspective. As always, have some fun with us. Sit back, watch, listen, and make sure you subscribe. Option 4 Podcast. Peace. Ready to get it done. You know what I mean? Let's put some new knowledge. Let's put all types of situations. Let's let's get it. Let's go. You seem very comfortable right now. Like <laughs> it, it must be being out here at, <laughs> in your area. You know what I mean? Like Tracy, uh, Mountain House, you know, sometimes, you know, you don't put the pressure. But out here, you got to just live up to the lights. You know what I mean? Flashing lights, like Kanye said, you know? Hey, good life. Go. Let's go. Good life. Good life. And what I did today is I I, uh, I asked my, my two homies, my day ones, uh, from high school into now, um, my homie DC, I got my homie Sandman. All right, um, I want to introduce them, and I'll let I would like to let them tell a little bit about themselves before we get into this topic of today's discussion. My homie Sandman, Sandy. Yeah. All right, introduce yourself to the world, to our viewers, and to our listeners. Um, what's going on, everybody? This is Sandman, Sandy. Um, you know, I'm just just living it, man, like everybody else. Um. Uh, single father, 21-year-old daughter, um, family man, 21. businessman. Well, 20. She'll be 21 in November. Ain't you like 13? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I started young. Um, you know, believer in God. Um, homeboy. Sports fanatic. Uh, lover of, you know, all things. So, you know, that's me. All right. And my boy, A. You, if you ever had a friend who said, yeah, I'll let you borrow my car, but you got to put gas in it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's, That's the one. Boy. That's the one, bro. That's the one. This is my boy, DC. I used to be old. I, man, I used to be everywhere smashing in his car, man. But you know what I'm saying? Most of all, we went to church together. You know what I'm saying? We had a shared faith. And that, that's something I'll never forget for as long as I live. Uh, DC, tell, tell everybody about yourself. What up, what up? Uh, he said, day once, you only have a couple of those. So I appreciate you having me, man. Um, how many years back? I actually went to school with Drew. Yeah. And we didn't even know it. And like, we didn't even know it. Kindergarten or something like that. Right. In L.A., moved out to Rancho. Parents moved out to Rancho. Met back up in uh, high school. So we go way back. Us three right here. Uh, three amigos in high school. So, 
Yeah, but DC um married almost 20 years now. Got four kids. Uh 20-year-old, he'll be 20 in December. I got a 16-year-old, 15-year-old and a 14-year-old and just had a uh, newborn baby. Victoria, uh, she's nine months old. Hold on, man. That's a that's a big gap right there. That's a <laughs> <laughs> that's a big gap. What's what's good? I, I can't he's explain still it. Fertile though. <laughs> <laughs> he's at forty two. So I'm, I'm all natural baby, I'm all natural baby, and it, it's, everything's going on, and uh, it still works. And so yeah, but nine months. <laughs> we we call her the COVID baby. She has superhuman powers. Um, uh, she's walking and talking already nine months now. <laughs> no vaccine required. No vaccine required. <laughs> no vaccine required. <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, nine months. Um, so yeah, jump back into a big gap. I'm, I'm going through something different now. Uh, I feel uh, rejuvenated, feel young again. Um, she's trying to keep me young. So uh, finding that energy is where I'm at now. Um, Laker fan, Raider fan, all West Coast, Southern right. Cal. So um, let's get right to it. Coast West side, side connect West side. All right. So what I did today is it, it was on purpose. So oftentimes when you hear parenting topics, it's always from a woman's perspective. But I wanted to have the male perspective on how we deal with raising our children nowadays. Now, some of us have children at this table. Some of us don't, but it doesn't matter, right? Opinion is opinion and your insight is your insight and it's all value, right? If you can run with it, run with it. If you can't, hey, it's all good, right? So what I wanted to do is what we're going to talk about today is modern parenting, right? What you deal with now versus what our parents deal with. Obviously, when when I was growing up and, and living in my household, it was always, oh, back in my day, back in my day, all right? And I find myself saying the same thing to my son and to my daughter, Yep. You know what I'm saying? Or my sons, plural, and my daughter, like, yo, things are different. And I think that there's a lot of access. I think there is a lot of information that's being out there. And it's our job as parents to kind of filter that, to be that buffer. All right. What do you want your children exposed to and what you don't want them exposed to? And when they are exposed to it, how do you have those tough conversations? All right. So the first question I would like to ask is do you find yourselves pushing your dream upon your kids, something that you was passionate about as a kid and you see the potential in them and you're like, you know what? You can do the same thing. And you say, you know what? You can do the same thing because you are, you're, a, you're my clone. <laughs> and what's yeah. in me is in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it don't necessarily, so keep it simple. Dave, basketball player. Sandy, basketball player. You know what I'm saying? So do you push that dream upon your kids or do you let them do their own thing? Sam, man, I'll start with you. Um, by default, it was letting allowing her to do her own thing because she didn't have the passion for basketball that I had. So for me, um, my love for basketball came when I would be, uh, you know, on fig with my uncle and my grandpa. And my grandpa actually had a board with a hanger as a hoop in the backyard, South Central Los Angeles. So I would go out in the back and I would shoot the basketball in the back. I would wrap my fingers with to toilet paper like it was tape, like Magic Johnson, you know, and, and like every other kid that loved basketball, you know, count down and you'd hit the game when it's shot. Well, 
you know, I had a daughter who wasn't interested in basketball. Her her interest was in dance. So I took that passion and I pushed her in what she loved, not in what I loved. So it was never a struggle for me to push her in something that I love because we're we're different, right? So for me, it's not like that. I know it's more difficult for someone who has a son, right? But for me, I just I just pushed whatever she gravitated to, whatever she uh, gravitated to. I got you. Um, I just whatever she needed, every practice, whatever she did, I was there like it was basketball, right? Like it was what I would assume I would want my son to do or what I did. So for me, it was easy. I, I it didn't go that route. So DC. So that's a, that's a great question, Drew. Um, I think just like Sandy, you know, your kids have their own passions, right? I have four kids. Um, you know, the youngest one's not in sports yet, but, um, uh, my two middle ones, my daughter and my son, they both got into soccer, right? They, they had, they, uh, my son played a basketball. My daughter played soccer. They're both right now in soccer, but I wouldn't say that I necessarily tried to push my dream of basketball, right? I had the passion for basketball. Um, but you have to direct that uh, focus and that passion that they have for their sport, right? And I think the thing that I do find myself pushing is the things that I saw back in the day that I made a mistake on. And, you know, whether it was listening to a coach or, or that discipline to uh, go practice on your own, um, you know, driving that passion and making sure you did the stuff on your own that I knew I didn't do, um, like, at the level I, I thought I should have to be great. You know, because Kobe always says – Great people do great things and and they they get towards being great. They work towards being great. And, you know, that was something that I saw that I didn't do to my maximum potential. So that's my goal now is to make sure I try to push them. And that's where I find myself sometimes looking back at what I did, pushing towards them, but making sure that they reached their full potential, you know, at, at trying to be great. And that was something that I felt I didn't conquer. So it's like that's what I'm trying to do with them, whether it's sports or anything else. For sure. And and, and and GQ Nesto, I, I, I'm gonna throw it out there. This is your government name. This Coach Nesto, right? <laughs> coach Nesto is a is, is a renowned soccer coach. So, what do you think as far as because you dealt with a, a, a lot of parents? You know what I'm saying? And you had parents who had children out there with, without the talent. So, so correction, I de- I I technically didn't deal with the parents. I I, I tossed that over to my brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let him do with all the political uh, BS. You know what I mean? So, to me, um, I never I I made it very clear that when my coaching assignment was done, aside from being their their temporary ride, you know what I mean? Like I made sure that like I was like, you know what? Like if if a parent has something to say. They can talk to you and then they can send me an email and CC me. <laughs> right. But 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 you know what? I, I'm, I'm listening to you, all of you guys. Right. And obviously I don't have a parent. I, I mean, personally, I don't even have a fish. You know, he probably would die. Right. <laughs> so let me let me just tell you this. Obviously, there's the truth. And there's there's the old school that obviously you guys want your parent your 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 kids to be woke. You know what I mean? You want them to be basketball players. You want but Let's let's not kid ourselves, right? We live in a society where TikTok has taken over. You know what I mean? So now, so now necessarily, you don't have to be intelligent, or you or you or have to be some sort of enlightened to make it in in this world, right? So, do you guys ever catch yourself where 
like you see um where, where there's that little kid I, I don't know what his name is but but there's like a, some kid that he's just killing it he's a brat but all he talks is about toys right obviously this doesn't really apply to you because you guys obviously you guys have like what 16 year olds or whatever right but my whole uh everything that i'm trying to say right now is do you guys ever find yourself where uh, like yo you know what maybe you should just be a tiktoker or maybe you should <laughs> maybe you should just do this you know what i mean because it, let, let's not kid ourselves like unless your kid is like paul gasol or freaking d wade or lebron chances are is like i mean like you have pretty bad odds. I mean, LeVar Ball, <laughs> like, got his three kids in the NBA, but let's not kid ourselves. Like, it's it's a shadow they have to live behind it. So do you really want to put yourself, like, in, and put, yourself, put your kid in that situation where he's not really going to be free to kind of, you know, develop whatever skills they have, whether it's TikTok or whether it's uh, something that's old school, skilled or whatever. I mean, you just never know. So do you guys ever catch yourselves in that situation? Because let, let, no cap. Let's just get this Love get it. this thing going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to know. I really want to know. Well, but Dave's good, though. And I ain't even going to, because I know he's about to respond right now. But like, Dave's good. Dave's well, like 6'2", 6'3". So you know his kids, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> genetically, are going to be taller than him because he's taller than his father. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. How, how would you respond, Dave? I'm sorry, DC. Hey, hey, so that's funny because, you know, you automatically think, all right, they're talented. They got, they're athletic, right? Uh, they should go that path. And then I'm sitting back with the kids watching YouTube and I'm like, you, I'm seeing these cats making million dollars off of doing videos and, and dances. I'm like, wait, hold up. We might have to do some dance. <laughs> we might not need to focus. We might need to, need to focus on soccer and basketball. Let's let's learn this dance real quick. You don't want to get up at nine in the morning. Okay. I'm like, do that dance. Like, so, but yeah, it's like a double-edged sword. So now you have a new avenue to making money, and it's like that. It's so simple. And and then you got the other side where you're like, well, with sports and and, and ac academics, you got to work hard for these. And so they see the money fast with this YouTube, but they know that they have to work hard with academics and sports. And it's like a double-edged sword. I can't tell them like, no, don't use your talent and things that you may be able to do real fast and make this money. Cause that's a new opportunity that we didn't know about. Right. Like you said, we were talking about technology and in a modern world, um, raising kids or just the kids in general, how they see things. Yeah. They're looking toward more towards the YouTubers than the LeBrons. They're looking more towards the YouTube or they see Tesla, you know, in the, in the people that are making money off the things, uh, modern technology, and it's, it's just a lot faster. So are they like more advanced than us? Should we be, you know, guiding them towards that way? Do they want to yak? You know what I mean? like, <laughs> no, no, they don't want to yak. They you know? don't. <laughs> so I, it's, it's, it's a, like I said, you want to focus on academics, let them do their physical things as far as sports, but don't count that YouTube and that entertainment out because it's a new avenue. Um, but I wouldn't push it. You know what I mean? They have to have that foundation. And that's what I'm going for now. But I can't knock the YouTuber just pulling up in the Lambo mm -hmm. and he's only 14 years old. Like, who am I to say? Like, <laughs> who am I to say? Like, that's not an avenue to take. <laughs> right. hey, all, all you can say is you're paying his taxes. Yeah. Like, you hate You hate nothing. You know what I'm saying? You're like, hey. I'm driving a Camry. He's driving a Lambo. Maybe that, he can teach me something. They, they ain't even cool, son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. Dad, you drive a Camry. Yeah. He ain't that cool. He ain't that cool. <laughs> what about I, you, Sam, man? What do you think? I'm going to sound real old right now. 
All, all right. right. Go ahead. Go ahead. And we went to school together. So y'all with so, me. Don't leave me so, out here. Okay? Uh, I got you. I got you. I, I, I have somewhat a problem to push for that. Okay. My reason being is that I, I want you to make sure that you're comfortable with yourself, regardless of what public opinion is on you. Okay. If you shoot to just be YouTube famous, Instagram famous or whatever, then I don't want your only push to be that other people out there like you, right? Because that's technically what you put out there, only what you allow them to see. You see what I'm saying? So I, before you go that route, not to say that that's a negative route, but before you go that route, I just need to make sure that that you're good with, with who you are um, inside on how you feel and what the people around you that really know you feel. Okay. Even if they give you a Bentley. Even if the yeah, even if <laughs> it gets no you a cap, Bentley. No yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because we all want it, right? We all want it. And and I'm not gonna talk like it's not important or it's not special, but you know, the more famous you get, you still are who you are. You either you you that bigger asshole or you that bigger giver or you that bigger lover because you got a bigger platform. So to get that big platform without defining who you are can be very, very, very dangerous because to, to have daughters, if she don't have acceptance that she's beautiful from the beginning, the same when that clown on YouTube tells her that she's beautiful, she you know, she's right. going to fall for it quickly. But right. You, you was a player. In high hey, hey, brother. Let's cut it. Let's cut it. Let's, let's cut it. Let, let's cut it. Before we get into that, before cut we get it. into that, I mean, I got, uh-huh. I, I mean, I don't got, I don't have no daughters or anything uh-huh. like that. Right. Um, no kids. That's not that I know of, but. Dang, to, you to, put to, that, wow. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Just saying like, if, if like, Okay, put yourself in that situation. You have a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, gorgeous, blah blah blah, right? We have an industry where sex sells, mm-hmm. right? So, what's your take on how you're gonna really counter back from her saying like, "Hey, Dad, I want to be a model," or "Hey, like she out there twerking." I mean, oh, so let's, not, let's not lie. So three minutes into the to the uh, podcast, that's what. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, already there. Okay, let, let's, okay. let's keep it's it fair. real. It's let's fair. Real. It's fair. Um, as they get older, they're going to be young ladies. Period. Point blank. Don't matter what we do or say, they're going to be young ladies. They want to be. They want to feel beautiful. They want to do beautiful things. They want to wear things that. Sh- that maybe we wouldn't agree upon, right? Um, I'm just selective on how I approach that, what I say, um, because I don't want to be a dictator because I don't want her to accept dictatorship and relationships that she has, right? Mm-hmm. However, I'm, I'm, I'm pops, right? So. And she know that I'm going to say something, whether it's a, in the form of a joke or whether it's in, in the form of maybe just a I see what's going on type thing. So... You know, for instance, uh, she was hanging up her laundry, right? And I saw a shirt that I didn't think would cover, you know, what I thought, you know, I would like. Not crazy, but what I would like, right? So I made a comment like, uh, oh, that's cool. You, you, you washing your little, your little sister clothes for her? That's dope, right? That just let her know within that quick conversation is that I see what's going on. I may not like it, but at least it kind of gave her just a little bit of if I go too far, you know, what will my dad say next? Like kind of like that's enough type thing, right? 
Um, but at, at a certain age, you can't be telling these kids what to do anymore. You have to do that younger. And then at that point, they're going to they're going to come up with a boundary. Right. But we were young. Stop me if I'm talking too long on my on my good, turn. Good right. Ahead, bro. When me and D.C. and everyone, we ran together, there was limits to what we did in regards to as wild as what we were. Right. Because we had the church kind of upbringing. Right. His mom knew my mom. Right. I knew where Drew lived, right? And hey, when, they, they go got ahead. access to Jimmy G now, you know what I mean? So uh-huh. you got you gotta look at it that way. Like being gorgeous can attract like an uh you know, Derek Carr, an amazing athlete out there or, or an upcoming college thing. So mm-hmm. it's hard, especially dealing with social media combination of uh the other stuff as far as coming up the upcoming. So like Yes, you're 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 on principles, you're on values and everything, but listen, just not, not kid ourselves. I mean, you guys have to deal with a lot of uh, new horizons that that is kind of hard. So, elaborate on that. I think the um, the biggest part is, like you said, sex sells, right? So the sexualization of women, um, young ladies, like you're talking about, it, it's coming earlier now. Like we. If you think about it, for we all nationalities, all of them, all, all of them. Hey, all, I, I have nieces. I'm ready to pop the trunk on all these little dudes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm ready to pop the trunk. Like, yeah. like, hey, I guess, I, hey look, I'm more strict than he is. You if know what if mean? you think like, about it, and and it's funny that we're from SoCal. Um, we we're Hollywood right here. Hollywood has um, influenced the whole world. Our movies and everything that's on videos. Has influenced the whole world. Everything that we sexualized and made um, popular is comes from right here. What we put on TV, right? So our kids have had, like I said, the access. You know, we barely got into the internet. I don't think the internet existed when I was in high school. Hey, we know Holly Berry though. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Hey, I am old. The people that watch this, they gonna see me, and they know like, hey, so the Our internet was near. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Holly Berry, AOL, hey, well, right? AOL, hey, what's up, messenger? <laughs> Dial up. Hey, hey, hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. I'm trying to check my email. For real, right? We, we barely saw videos. Now our kids is like at the like touchscreen. And YouTube is popping, Snapchat is popping, Instagram, everything is right Air there. Drop. And <laughs> and like you said, the sexualization of women is out of control. So like Sandman said, you gotta establish it early. You gotta make sure you set your boundaries. You you say what um you respect. You know, you with my wife, I gotta make sure I, I, I establish that what she's wearing. Not that I'm in control of that, but like, you know, if <laughs> oh, if I'm if, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, but I'm, I'm, but I'm saying like, look, if, if I don't feel like she should wear that, you can't wear that. You know what I mean? If if I'm established that, you know, she should portray herself this way, that's something that you should do to mirror that. Because we, you know, we're parents. So wait, so, so the mom stay. trying to do it too? You know what I mean? No. Like the, the mom and the, and the See, No, no, he's saying what you allow. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. It, 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 sure. I was like, damn. Not like, that you're in total control, but that's what they see out there. And, you know, they might try to push the envelope, right? And that's where you have to reel it back in. Because, you know, this world can raise your kids if you let them. Man. Definitely. The internet can but, raise your kids. Okay, okay, Put that so, on a t-shirt. No, no, I got you. I got you. So, all right, bam, next question, right? So we seen what happened with Dave Chappelle. Y'all seen the, the Netflix special? Yeah. Have y'all seen that? Absolutely. Right? Okay. So 
What kind of conversations have you had with your kid or your children regards to gender identity? Ooh. Uh, that's that's what I want to know. And then I'm going to oh. tell you what I said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's not get that now. Speak speak from your own experience, you know what I'm saying? So so how how I approach that and you know the conversation, the total conversation hasn't been all the way had, but it's like kind of heat checks, you know what I mean? See like what's going massage on? Massage it in. How the girls looking at school, son? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> you got any cute girls in your class? <laughs> <laughs> Who you going with the homecoming, babe? Like, is there any guys that bashed you out? <laughs> you gotta do look at the probabilities. <laughs> like, I know you, okay. but you're not playing basketball. <laughs> I see where that goes. Nah, but I ain't gonna lie. Like, to keep it all the way hundred, I, I, I don't disrespect. Yeah, cut. I don't disrespect um, or have hate. Towards any of the gender issue, like not want to say issues, but gender um, identifications out there. I don't hate anyone. I love everyone, but you know I'm old school and I, I believe a certain way. You know we was raised in the church, right? And you know what the Bible say? What does the Bible say? He said right, like 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 they had a plan to like agree to this. You know what I mean? Like right? Like we could, right? <laughs> we went in there. We stayed in there, right? It's simple, but I'll I'll elaborate on. But you, go ahead and continue to share. I just think that I feel a certain way, so I raised my kids that way. Um, you know, not to say that I would hate them if they changed their path, but you know, I raised them to believe that you know, men and women, you know, are t- together, and that's natural. And like I said, I wouldn't hate them if they, you know, ch- chose a different path. But that's the route that I, ch- you know, you have to stand for something, right? I right. might not atomize my friends. You know what I mean? Like- you know, <laughs> and like I said, I won't discriminate someone that, that feels a certain way. I feel that everybody should have their rights, right? Um, you talk about Dave Chappelle. He made a great point that, you know, certain people are getting more rights than like, let's say, just um, civil rights. Right. And um, I think that was a big reason why he wasn't dropped from Netflix because Netflix knows like, well, look, you know, I got these kind of shows and everybody has their option or uh, to watch, you know, violent shows, um, whether it's about um, ethnicity or sexuality. We got all these different options. How is this person going to get canceled? Because he has his opinion, not to mention he's a comedian, right? He's a comedian, so he should have his freedom to those. Spe- I'm not saying he's he's teaching hate because he it's not it's that not. he's teaching hate, right? He just has his opinion about um you know where he where he stands in 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 that subject. So um, I think everybody should still you know we all should still respect each other. But let, let's be honest, sexuality is becoming it's starting to cross too many lines. It's like why are we bringing that into everything? You know what I mean? Why is the new Superman? You, you know, saw that. Bruh, it's like it's, wait, it's, wait, wait, wait. hey. Let What's me let me just fill you in. Let me just fill you in for the you, listeners you, and you the viewers who no, no, I got you. So for the listeners and viewers who, are, who aren't aware, Clark Kent, Clark Kent, and Lois Lane had a kid. I forget his name. Forget it. But his son is the new Superman, and in the new Superman, DC Comics authorized for the new Superman to be bisexual. And in in the comic, they show him kissing a man. 
Now, like what I say, and we're going we gonna to hop to sin, man, right? Look, if that's what you do, that's what you do. I think the whole problem is, is we think as a culture, as a people, that we have to be monolithic. And what I mean by monolithic is we have to think the same. No, we don't have to think the same. But just because I don't support you, don't don't mean I don't love you. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I if okay. I if if I see you, if I see you in in, in the need of help. I'm going to be there. I'm not going to question your sexuality, your sexuality or what you do in your private in your private time. That has nothing to do with me. Okay. But when you try to make it law, like I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Let, let, let me let me hold try on that, on that Andrew. Be, like be, because I think it's it's way beyond that, right? I just think that like for example, I don't know um and this has nothing to do like my condolences to that family blah 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 whatever i have to say to make feel like give people the participation ribbon and feel better but i feel like for example that uh new person that was um missing not so long ago and uh they went across country i mean right right with that i would have been like it's already sketched going across country but my point is is that um, that story was heard, but what about the other stories that that have been happening that have haven't not been, been heard? heard? So right. I don't really necessarily think that it's about uh, what a person is sexually attracted to. I just think that it's very selective. We live in an environment where everything is selective. What's gonna give clout to whatever the the topic might be? Right. So I think that it's gone to a point where now we're living in, in a whole world where things are are way past. Uh, being selective is more of a what's going to be a, a, a nine to five uh, well nine o'clock news or five o'clock news or what's going to bring people together in a weird way but but i mean i, I want to know what he's going to say about Sam all man, this Sam man, how, that. Sam man, how would you have that conversation as far as gender identity and, and what we're dealing with now, nowadays i would allow a child to grow up in and and allow them to get those feelings, right? Like I, no one pushed anything on me. Excuse me. Um, I didn't know the sexuality of any of my superheroes. I I didn't care. Like Batman didn't run around with women, right? You know what I mean. So I feel like there is something that is being forced on our children too young. Um, uh, personal experience. I mean. You know, my daughter, we she she had black Barbies. She had, you know, things of what is perceived to be what little girls are to grow up and play with. All right. So there wasn't a question mark in my scenario. I just want to be sensitive to those to where there are sometimes the young boys who were, you know, sometimes you feel as if at an early age you can see a direction of where they're not necessarily, you know, in line with some what what are the other little boys are doing. Right. Um you, I mean that's a that's a tough question, Drew. Right? I, um, I think everybody deserves to be loved. I think everybody deserves rights. I think nobody deserves to be discriminated discriminated on. I feel like they should be comfortable to be who they are and not walk around, you know, feeling like they're judged. Right? But I also feel like it's not a, a politician's job to decide what or 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 a TV director decide you know, what's going to be the push on my child or my nephew or or, or DC's children who I look at as my nieces and nephews. Like, I don't think that it's it's somebody's job to decide, like, hey, I'm going to push sexuality. I'm going to push, 
you know, uh, sexuality to them, right? So, so, so now you just mentioned right now a black Barbie, right? Mm-hmm. Did you necessarily have her pick that, or she actually identified with the Barbie? Because that that's really what it really comes down to. You're saying that you don't really care about that, right? But do you did you really care? Because sometimes I, subconsciously we do things, right? I think sometimes as a, as a black individual, you want to you want to see representation in in, in your kids and. Right. And TV shows and movies and everything. So to me, it's a no-brainer to provide my black daughter equal. a black. We're all equal, right? Absolutely, we're all, we're all the same color in a sense of we're all humans. Right? Absolutely, I, I think that it's foolish to think that we're not different. You know, we're all humans, and and I think by getting my black child a black Barbie is not saying that you're better than this person or that person. It's just like, hey, these people who we put up as heroes can look like you too, right? So. It was a joker in in my family that my daughter had a lot of toys and a lot of things, so they called her Barbie, right? Well, why does Barbie have to be a white girl with everything? You know, why why can't she be okay. somebody of but, a darker but, complexion? But it could be redirected, like it, it, well, um, I I think we had a, a comment, like for example, that um, the N word was used, right? And and I and I don't want to go into that right now because obviously I I just think we're just we would be killing time, right? Mm-hmm. But. For example, I, I was raised in Oakland, right? And to me, the N-word was more of, of identifying with my homie, right? Uh-huh. So now, are we applying the same rules to that, right? Because now people use that maybe in a derogatory way where it's kind of like, it, it, it come, sometimes it comes out offensive, right? So now, based on what you're saying, it all comes hand in hand of what are we really where are we striving as a uh, as a community not as as you're black a mexican or whatever the case is right mm. i think that you can i think there's a narrative right now on social media and in the world that if you proud of what you are then you are putting down something else okay um i i think that you can be a white person with a white barbie and that's just what your child relates to and that doesn't mean that you're a racist right or anything like that so i think it should be the same with other nationalities the problem is is that before there was inclusiveness there was nothing out there for us to do we had four or five shows that we can watch on television <laughs> anytime that we had a movie we was filled up at the you know the 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 crenshaw uh movie theater you know you. watching thin line between love and hate i got you i got you yo dave i want your take on this right so not not to switch it up because it's all co-related so do do your your sons and daughter do they go out like they go kick with their homies right so I tell my son this all the time, but before I get into that, I want to ask you a question. When your friends, when your daughters, when your daughter and your son's friends come pick them up, do they come to the door and say, yo, my name is DC. I'm about to take, I'm about to take your kid out. You know what I'm saying? We're about to go have some fun. We're about to go to the movies. Does that happen? Or is it you feel like a like not an animosity, but like like a barrier? Of yo, dad, it's cool. Like they don't got to come to the door. I'll be back. <laughs> How do you deal with that? So uh, that has come up recently. So um, my son, he, you know, he has a cell phone. Text me like, "Hey, we're going to this." Uh, it was a jump it up place, one of those you know places to jump around. And uh, he was going up there with his homies, and it was like, "Well, who you going with?" So and so. Uh, I don't know his parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, first off, I don't know his parents. 
you telling me you're going here with so-and-so, um, we don't have that relationship yet. I don't know who you're going with. Um, I'll take you there first and then I'll meet your homies. And that's what I did. I took him there, um, you know, make him shake my hand. Right. What's your name? <laughs> this and that. And, um, you know, just establish like I'm, I'm John's dad, you know, um, I'm sure you have parents too, and it's respectful for us to get that relationship first before you know I have my kids running the streets with you. Not sure. that they're running the streets, but at the end of the day, um, I want to establish something. You know, he just doesn't, you know, kick it with everybody, and and I don't know what they're doing, who their parents are, that type of relationship. My wife had more of a uh, thing to say about that, and uh, it kind of made me think like, yeah, you're right. Let's make sure that happens, What's and then, uh, well, just just. The matter of doing it, just establishing that, you know, because I'm kind of more lenient. Oh, I'm like, okay, you do. I'm like, okay. yeah, I, I know so and so, but I don't know him. But well, it's good. It's it's good. Let me go up there and make sure though, you know. And then uh, with my daughter, it's definitely not at the point where like dudes are picking her. <laughs> like it's not there, but I would definitely make sure that that happens. I have to meet you. You have to come and you know ask to uh, take my daughter out. Uh, I need to see your face, you know. Go through that Will Smith, Martin Lawrence scene so, with the <laughs> definitely bad boys. With bad boys, right? right. Uh, but we gotta uh, establish something, and, and and then you gotta make sure that your kids respect um, you enough to understand. Like, hey, look, my parents are just looking out for me. They they want my um, you know well being uh, looked at as far as when we go out. Um, and it's a crazy world right now. It ain't, it ain't the same as when we were young. And when we were younger, we thought it was crazy. Now it's just way out of control, right? So, um, so it's, yeah, just making sure you establish that uh, relationship with the, uh, your kids and their friends, their parents, um, is a big thing. And that's what I'm learning still. So it's it's definitely a learning experience. And I'm I'm gonna share my story real quick, right? So my son, like I don't know, he can say different, but I, I've given him everything that I wanted. From a parent and from a father, right? I've I've given this dude everything, right? But with that, I tried to make my own adjustments as I'm not going to be as strict. So when he want to go out on his outings and kick it with his homies, I was used to, look, I, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to put myself out there on the table. The first time I went out with any of my friends was when you, when Sandman, y'all came through, we went to go watch a Jackie Chan movie in Tierra Vista. My moms and my dad had everybody coming in the house. <laughs> yep. Hey, introduce yourselves, okay? Because you're taking my son with you. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool. Y'all can go have fun, but you're taking my son with you. And I just want to make sure he get back safely. That was the first time I went out. I think I was a junior in high school. That was the first time I went out. And to this day, my parents bring that up, right? So my son, he'll be like, Yo, dad, I'm about to go with the homies. We're about to go to uh, Yosemite. I'm like, bro, Yosemite's like two and a half hours away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, can can I meet them? Like, dad, why you want to meet them? We ain't dating. And I'm just like, oh, bro. Like, I want to make sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how long they been driving and, you know, all the et cetera, et cetera. But, dude, I love you that much. Why don't you see that? You are the heir to my throne, and I don't even have a throne, but I've given you my name or any of my kids. But, but that's the part where, uh, once again, I mean, I'm I'm just looking outside, you know, outside in. But that's the part where you got to have confidence in your uh, fatherhood and, and what you're teaching, 
right? Because there's no way, there's no possibility, right, that your kid's going to go out there and go butt booty naked for no reason <laughs> if you taught them not to go butt booty naked. And, and you know what I mean? Like, there's certain concepts that, that kids are willing to, regardless of technology, regardless of anything, if you put those things in there, like, you know, uh, we were talking about a, a life coach earlier, right? And we're talking about the simple fact that if you don't go out there, right, and 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 have faith in in what you basically raised, and not only that, but adapt to what's really coming out, you know, you can't just expect that the old school just because it's old school is right. No, you have to realize that you're gonna have to d- deal with so many different circumstances. So it's it takes character of yourself to understand that your way of of, of parenting is not necessarily the right way. It's more of let me adjust of how everything is going and how I'm going to make this this kid a, 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 a perfect person for humanity or or he's going to contribute something to this world. You know what I mean? I think that that's what really what it all comes down to. But how do you get yourself in that mode? Because at the end of the day, um, he he obviously came out of he he came out of your balls. Let's not let's not get that out of that. And then he did some damage to your girl, right? To your wife, right? So let's put all those together in perspective, right? We want to make it worth it, do we? Right? I mean, I I look at it that way. I don't you have said adjust. You said adjust, and that was a big piece. Um, and that's kind of like where we're at right now is trying to adjust to this this modern um, world and raising kids. And I think that's the hardest part because, you know, you're old school. You, like you said, you have to believe in what you taught your kids that they're not going to go astray. And so how much do you budge? How much do you change from what you grew up on um, to adjust to what they're going through now? Um, is that safe? Are you leaning too, too? are you being too lenient? Right. Um, and that's, that's the thing I'm learning or trying to go through right now is making sure that I, I'm still firm in what I believe in. Um, they're still safe. They're still growing and, and being responsible. But at the same time, you try, you're trying to, you know, not be um, too old school. For and sure. I think that's, that's a growing parents. You know, I, 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 I got one for Sam, man. So in your opinion, right? In your yeah, opinion, he's right? He's over there checking his head. Because my daughter gave me a, some harsh words before I came up here. <laughs> you know, she kind of grabbed like, me. Like, you try to chase clout? Hey, she was like, don't be embarrassing us on this podcast. But no, in your eyes, when is your child grown? Because they I, always, if, if, no, 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 listen, wait, 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 no, 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 wait. Because if they respect you, they're always going to respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's their decision. And that's what I tell my parents and my mom, specifically my mom, all the time. Like, yo, I, I appreciate your enlightenment, but he's still me. He'd he be hey, a little scared. He'd be hey, a little scared. He'd be like, you doing, Mom, like I, we on national television. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just keep it real. Like, but in, in your opinion, when, when is your child the show. Stop, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Why are you, why are you? Damn, bro. Stop. <laughs> like, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> as a parent, I don't, as a parent now, right? I, we could talk again five years from now and it could be different. But as a parent now, I don't look at my daughter as grown, right? Now, I look at her as not at the same position she was in high school, but that's my baby, right? Um, but there is no bedtime. There is no curfew. There is Now it turns into adult responsibilities. Like, I tell you if I'm not coming home, right? 
motherfucker, you gonna tell me right. if you're not coming home. You're gonna tell me if it gets past one inch or so yeah. that I'll be yeah, I'm here, I'm there. You know, you don't we had a do we and we talk about this when I talk to my other homies who are fathers. There was a time where she was 18 or 19 and she said, Hey dad, can I can I? Right? And my response to her was just like, You don't have to ask me anymore. You just you know, just let me know when you'll yeah. be home. You know what we'll I'm show, saying? We'll show respect. C- correct, right? Because, but at the end of the day, she's done everything that she's needed to do at this point. So for her, it was just like, all right, bet. You know what I mean? Right. But I felt like that was a big moment for me, yeah. <laughs> for me, for right? Sure. For sure. Right? So, so to your question, when are they grown? It just really depends on your child, right? Um, you can look at an 18-year-old that's irresponsible, that's still doing dumb shit stuff, you know what I mean? And you in your heart, you could think, damn, if they go out here and they go to these parties where there's drugs, women, your, you know, whatever. But that's a produ- that's a production of you or what you did though. You know uh-huh. what I mean? That's a production of what you did. Because okay, I feel like all these kids now do I, I feel like Caillou ruined everything. Right? I mean Caillou, you know what I mean? Like you you got all these kids now that they feel entitled. Now, like you said, she asked you, can I do this? Right. Mm-hmm. But the right question is, may I do this? Right. Mm-hmm. So now we're living in a whole different era where they're living with all these concepts that that is all about like what society throws at them, right? So I'm, but I'm just concerned because at 25 we was out here doing dumb shit, right? You're you're not done parenting. You yeah, see what I'm but, saying? But, but you didn't have a, a, an iPhone. You didn't have like something that you can. So now your your like dumb shit is not compared to their like their dumb shit is like virtual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Their their dumb shit goes it's through. Th- yeah, yeah it, it goes through an email, right? Yeah. You, you got nudes, you got all these things. I mean, all these things that you can't really avoid. Because imagine, like, imagine Waka Flocka or, like, Gucci Mane showing up to your house like, yo, yo, I'm trying to take your your girl to prom. Uh-huh. Like, what are you going to react? You know what I mean? It, it, it would be different to me because I didn't show her Waka, and no disrespect to Waka Flocka, right? She saw me every day, get up, go to work, come home. You know what I mean? So hopefully... Your daughter looks at that as a mate if you are a positive type of influence, right? That example. Now, I'm in a different situation than some of these gentlemen as to where I was a single father. So there's no control of what happens over there at her other was household. Was it your fault or was it, was it like that? I mean, that's another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I just wanted to make sure. That's a whole other podcast, right? All right. Right? But um, I, I, I'm... Fi- of course, you're fearful. I don't think if you answer, if you talk to any father, you're fearful of the bullshit that your daughter brings home, right? But I think if you have a connection with your child, she knows what she could bring home and what she can't bring home, right? So I feel like at this point, at this point, I'm only speaking for having a daughter of my age, right? I could feel like, okay, I can't control, like, like she's going to have boyfriends and everything, 
And I feel like the situation that she's in now, I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. Like, I'm not afraid. Like, yeah, cool, dude. Respect, you know, he try, You know, if I'm walking out the house when he pulls up, he's trying to help me with bags. Like, I feel like he's trying to prove that he's someone worthy to be with my daughter. Dude, rather dude, than he shows up in a Maserati, you know. That, that can Martin, be a concern. Yeah, like, that can oh, be a concern. Like, and I don't have the things to tell that person, you know, tell my daughter... Like, hey, watch out, right? If I had a Maserati, I could sit there and tell her, like, hey, that's not everything. But if someone pulled up in a Maserati, go girl. We're in trouble. <laughs> as fathers, as fathers, we may be in trouble. And but I think there's a point to where I don't really I worry, but I don't really worry. Because our parents, there was no way of contacting us when we left the crib, right? There was no way of knowing what was going on. Sharp like sounds, you know what I mean? Like bird noises, nothing. Correct. Right? But maybe a pager. Maybe. Correct. The lights, yeah. the lights turning off. Correct, right? right? So so I feel like our parents had more faith, if we're gonna bring it back to, you know, faith, they had more faith than we did. Um, because, you know, but, but you see, they had chirp noises, right? You have an airdrop. You have a a, a, a text message. You have you have FaceTime. It was, it was, it was still bit off of respect, bro. That's you know what, what I'm saying? But, but, it, it was almost, no, no. But, but are you really putting that into it? Because let's not bullshit, right? A lot of these generations, like obviously um, you guys don't want to go through the, the turbulences and everything that you guys went through, right? Because you guys want to make your kids in a better circumstances, right? So like in a sense, back in the day, you guys got an ass beat. Right. So now you want to make sure that you dialogue with your parent, with your kid. Right. You don't want to you don't want to get to that point because then that physical. Then, then, it sh <laughs> then it shuts you down. Right. Uh, so you can't compare Cause, those. Because that's, that's what kept me in track. Was, like, it kept you in track. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, but but do, that to, do that to your dog, kid bro, now. It, what, you, you age, won't be, though, they won't talk to you for like forever. At what age do you think being right? physical with your kids needs to stop? Or, at this, bro, or did we nah, ever we get, get physical with our kids? I ain't gonna lie, Andrew's no. scary though. No, 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 no. Scary. no today? No, no. Like, <laughs> he's scary, he's mad. No, 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 no. For like, for my dad, I think I was in the fifth grade. When it stopped? It's a 10. Yeah, that's when it stopped. I didn't need nothing more from my dad. I was like, you know what? What you did to me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, that never has to happen that, that never. Ever, bro. Look, I tell this story and I because we need to wrap it up. But I told the story in one of our, our first podcasts is, is my dad never took a day off, right? So when I was in the fifth grade living in Los Angeles, all right, I was almost in, in jeopardy of failing that was going to hold me back. And for some kind of way, that got back to my dad. My dad, who never took a day off, he took some time off, right? So what I said, I said, I'm going to sleep on this couch because he got to go to work eventually. My dad stayed at that couch sitting on the floor for about three days straight. And I'm just like, bro, I couldn't even pee. I couldn't even do nothing, bro. He waited for me to wake up. And as soon as I woke up, bro, we went in that bathroom and he handled his business. Like, you know what, dad? You got you got all my respect, bro. <laughs> like, I'm going to do right from here on out. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't, you know, nowadays it's, oh, we call and see uh, child protective services or whatever. No, man, it, it was then It was then that I was. I, I want to say it was then because then I was like, yo, he 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 whooped my ass. You know what I'm saying? But now that I have my own children, it's like, yo, he loved me that much. Mm. Like, of course it could be wrong. But I want to say it was borderline child abuse. I'm not saying that. He he got into me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do right. You know what I'm saying? Because 
Like, bro, if there is no boundaries, then you do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So people want to know, people want to ask questions on why my kid is acting like this. Why, I'm, Yo, bro, have you introduced religion? Mm. And not saying that Christianity is the way to go. Not saying that Judaism is the way to go. Not saying that Buddhism is the way to go. Right? But like, dude, if you don't introduce those type of boundaries, they do whatever they want. But, but remember, traditions nowadays to the modern age is, is boring. Right. Oh, so, oh, so, 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 right so, but okay. what works and what don't work. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. But how are you going to get, how are you going to get that message across? Because at the same time, let's, let's not kid ourselves. You didn't get the message across right away. You just said it right now. You just said, Hey, my dad whooped my ass. He got there. Right. So now you send that message and you say, or what you, your line is canceled or, you know, no more social media and everything. It doesn't necessarily mean that that impact is going to take right away where you're going to get that message across right away with your kids. So, like, either way, I think the the more generations happens, it's a lot harder to manage because now you have to adjust from a, from a um, spiritual pur- uh, purpose, from a you name it, right? You have to adjust. I, I think this part of the conversation kind of brings everything that we talked about back around in a full circle. Because we're talking about establishing like boundaries, right? And you talked about religion and and everything as far as the modern world, everything's at their access, right? There's nothing's out of control anymore. You can every everyone has um rights, everyone has um can do this. Um in this state being a pedophile may be legal. Like you, you, you starting to see all kind of weird you don't even rules. Know what's right? a girl or what's a guy? That's, 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 what, that's what's Everything sad. is sliding to where everything's acceptable. Every and I'm not saying discriminate against one thing, but I'm trying to say is like the older older school had like some type of boundaries. And as we're getting farther and farther um, in time, we're starting to see less boundaries. So how much do you hold in your family? Uh, what do you establish young? Um, to where your kids, like you said, at some point will uh, reach a respect for you. Um, you know, that's that's where I'm at. Where my where my son is and making is making sure that he respects uh, authority. You know what I mean? I, I got to know that he understands. Like uh, my dad is telling me to do this. I need to reason. do these chores for a reason. Don't. <laughs> the other day he asked, I told him to take out the trash. He was like, "Why you ain't do it?" <laughs> He had the nerve to say that. It came out of his mouth. Why you didn't do it? I'm like, because that's your chore. Hey, hey, I'll ask you to go to work hey, for me. Look, hey, look. wait, wait, wait till she he comes look, out with the next Nicki Minaj. You know what I mean? You can't even stop. tell him anything no more. Chill, 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 chill. But look, look, look. We can we can go on and on and on about this, right? But this is gonna come to the conclusion of our son. That's actually a topic that I really, really was uh interested in talking about is the chore thing, mm-hmm. right? But for the sake of time. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up right here and, and join us. Join us, please join us on, on episode two of this specific topic. But uh before I come to the close of every show, I'd like to open up the floor to our guests and to our hosts. All right. Today we're gonna start off with my boy Sandman, right? Is there anything you would like to leave our listeners and our viewers? The floor is yours. Um, nah, man. I mean, outside of just this topic and the sit down, first of all, man, blessings to you guys in this awesome uh, um, um, platform that you guys are putting out, man. Um, intellectual topics to help people out. Um, 
And for this scenario, man, I, I would just encourage you to just love your children. This parenting stuff doesn't come with instruction booklets, right? Um, I, I just want you to love and support your children, even if it's something that necessarily you you, you aren't into. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I wish I had a great exit for you, man. No, just that was love great. your children, man, about? and love life, man. So, so sorry. DC. Um, yeah, thanks again. Uh, how was your day podcast? It was a great platform that you put us on. Um, I'm not going to lie. You, you put every controversial subject <laughs> all, in one, all in one. I think we touched every subject on this, and it definitely has to be a part two. But I would say to the parents out there, uh, starting with young ones, um, even up to the older kids, uh, teenagers, it's, it's, it's not a book like you said, and it's going to be uh, a lot of things that you're still going to learn. You're going to continue to learn. You're always going to be a parent. You're always going to want to teach your kids um, right from wrong, um, but stand for something. Right. You know, that, that's what we're lacking in this world right now is nobody standing for something and, and, and everybody's loosey goosey. Everything's allowed. Um, if you want to establish something in your family and your household, uh, stand for something, because, um, you know, the world, like I said, will will raise your kids if you don't. Mm. So, GQ mm. Nesto. Well, I'm going to tally down on, on both of your guys' comment in a nutshell. I think that uh, accountability and being a man. You know what I mean? Because um, sometimes I think that we take decisions based out of emotions or based off what we're taught. But we have to make sure that we take accountability to what we're uh, doing, failing to do, and et cetera, right? Um, if we get all these uh, um, outcomes that don't necessarily meet our our values or what we want to accomplish in life or what we want our last name to stand for. Like let's take accountability of what we're failing to do and let's just try to fix it. Like don't blame social media. Don't blame all these other platforms that at the end of the day, it's like you're, you raise your kid to be stupid enough to follow that. So <laughs> let's just keep it real. All right. And like I said, I'm your boy Drew. We thank you again for tuning in and listening uh, I would say this. It's very complicated. We don't know what to do. We don't know what's right. I think as as a young man, we all look back and say, yo, if I was my parents, I would have done this differently. But until you have your own children, you see the sacrifices that your mother and your father made for you. And then it wasn't until then that I saw my father as a, as a if I can cuss, I know they're going to listen to this episode, so I'm not. My dad is a superhero, yeah. in my opinion. He's a superhero. And until you face with that, then, hey, don't speak to me until, you, mm. until you're dealing with it. Mm. You know, a lot of times, like, we got coaches, we got parents, we got all kinds of influences. But if you can't relate to me, if you ain't walked in my shoes, then shut up, bro. Mm. Damn. If you don't know what I've, if I've experienced, how can you relate to me? So I know what my dad went through, especially living in Los Angeles, California, you know what I'm saying? Working at the Crenshaw District, you know what I'm saying? Post office. My dad was there for 32 years. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I know it was over 30, but hey, dad, I love you. I thank you. Um, like I said, I'm your boy, Drew. This is How Was Your Day podcast. Tune in next time. Peace.